Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. I want you to take your Bible and turn with me tonight, please. In the book of Psalms tonight, and uh, boy, this has been burning my heart. I've never preached it out in another church, and uh, I don't know. I guess I think I preached it one time a long time ago, part of it anyhow, and uh, redone it this week, retyped it. It's basically a new message, and I pray God will use it tonight to speak to our hearts tonight. I'm going to Psalms and uh, chapter number 1. Psalms, first division of the book of Psalms, chapter number 1. Everybody have a good time on the couple's retreat? Well, I'm glad three of you did. I had an awful time this week. It's been terrible. I had three of the meanest youngins I've ever seen in my life in my house. I mean, just mean. And uh, Liv, you eat everything I had. Madeline snored all night and kept me awake. I ain't about to tell you what that other girl done. We've had a good week. How blessed I am and how blessed my wife and I are to have these grandbabies and our great-grandchildren. God is so good tonight, and I appreciate His goodness tonight. Well, during the month, I thank the preacher. I've not been here, but I thank the preacher has been preaching on focusing on the family. And uh, I want to continue that thought. He didn't know what I was going to preach tonight. I didn't know what I was going to preach tonight either. But uh, a little thought here, and I want to teach a little bit tonight, preach, teach a little bit. And I trust the Lord when you to speak to our hearts tonight. During a funeral service, the pallbearers accidentally bumped the door going out with a coffin. And when they bumped the door, they heard a moan and a cry from the inside of the coffin. And they opened the coffin up, and lo and behold, the woman and I was alive. And they got her out, and she lived ten more years. After ten more years, she died. And uh, they was having the second funeral. And uh, uh, during the funeral there, and after the funeral, they was carrying her out. And all of a sudden, her husband jumped up and hollered, Watch out, whoa! <laughs> so, didn't want to bump that wall again. Future son-in-law was asked by the girlfriend's father, can, Son, can you... Support a family. Young man replied by saying, No, I just plan on supporting your daughter. You'll get that later. All right. Psalm chapter 1. Let's stand together, please. If I'm not done by 8 o'clock, he'll cut my support, so help me. So I'll get done, okay? I was amazed when I studied this week, this psalm. There's 400 quotes in the New Testament of the book of Psalms. 400. And I knew there's a lot of them when I studied the New Testament. Quite often our Lord and other writers quote from the book of Psalms. And, uh, and how true that is. When you come to Psalm chapter 1 tonight, it's the jewel at the beginning. Because when you study this psalm I'm getting ready to read tonight and preach from tonight, you'll find out that it's an awesome psalm. 
As a matter of fact, all the Psalms are, every one of them. You just turn it in where you want to in the book of Psalms, and it'll speak to your heart. But I, I, I was sitting this week, and when he asked me about preaching, this thought come to my mind. And I want to continue the thought on the home. I'm not going to talk much to the wives tonight. If I was a wife here tonight, and I'm not. But if I was a wife here tonight, I'd probably help me the preacher preach tonight. You're going to see why in just a minute. I'm not going to preach to the young people tonight. Preacher done a great job on that Wednesday night, Sunday night. And, uh, I, 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 and I'm not going to deal with that. But do want to talk to the daddies a little bit tonight. I, I, I believe you'll get a thought and get a real blessing out of this thought that God has put on my heart. Again, when you come to Psalm 1, it's the jewel of beginning. Because this psalm is a tremendous psalm. There's a message in every verse in this psalm. The Bible said in verse number 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor setteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters, uh, that bringeth forth his fruit and his seasons. And his leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but I like the <clears throat> but I like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand and the judgment, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Thank you for sitting and be seated tonight. I want to take this psalm. Let's pray. Father, help us tonight. I pray, give me that that I need out of this psalm tonight. Lord, you know what I prayed about today and what you put in my heart. And I pray tonight, Lord, as I go back down through these verses, Lord, it'll be more than black ink on white paper tonight. But, Father, it'll be the Word of God that'll speak to our hearts in an unusual way and move us tonight in an unusual way tonight. Most of all, face somebody here lost, I pray they'll be saved. And I pray you'll speak to us out of the Word of God tonight. And I'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to talk to you a little while tonight out of this psalm tonight on a father, a father road to success. A father's road to success. And I, I want to say as a father, I want my life to be that way. I want it to be a road of success. I'm not talking about houses and land, and I'll say more about that in just a minute. But I'm talking about a success as far as God is concerned. When you study this psalm tonight, it's an unusual psalm. Uh, as you see it from the perspective that I'm getting ready to show you tonight, it'll make a lot more sense to you this evening. Someone has said that Solomon uh, is the writer of this psalm. We know the author. The author is the Holy Ghost. But somebody said Solomon is the writer here of uh, this psalm tonight. And studying this psalm tonight, it's almost like a father instructing his son. Uh, you look at it from that perspective and you'll see this evening uh, what I'm talking about tonight. As a father uh, 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 instructing his son. And that's what's happening here in these verses here tonight. In this psalm tonight, you'll find several things. Uh, first of all, it shows the positive and then it shows the negative. Uh, first part of it shows the negative. Uh, first part of it shows the positive and the last part of it shows the negative. It also shows the blessings and it also shows the destruction. And, uh, and it almost reminds me this evening, how when I look at this psalm, it almost reminds me how the book of Proverbs tonight. In Proverbs chapter 10, 
through Proverbs chapter number 20, it's the sayings of Solomon. Now, Solomon wrote the whole book of Proverbs. We know that tonight. How about chapter 10 through chapter 20 tonight? It's the sayings of Solomon. How when you study the sayings of Solomon and compare them to this psalm here tonight, how you see a lot of Solomon's right here in this psalm tonight. And uh, they would take this psalm in, uh, in Bible days and they would use it to instruct their children. And I'll just say this tonight. What a great psalm to instruct our children by. Uh, they, not only that, they didn't only instruct the children, how uh, they encouraged the children to memorize uh, this psalm tonight. And I'll just say this to you that it'd be a real good psalm to memorize tonight. How uh, blessed is a man. How uh, walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. It's a good psalm to memorize tonight. Uh, it's a good psalm to live by. How uh, they didn't only teach their children to memorize the psalm. How about in the olden days, they also taught their children how to sing the psalm. How because the book of Psalms tonight is a hymn book. And, uh, and they would sing the psalms and they taught their children here how to sing Psalm chapter number one. And it would be a good psalm to do that tonight. Uh, if you're studying the psalm tonight, uh, you'll find the word, look at verse number one. Blessed is a man. I, I'm not changing the Bible, but let me tell you what that word means. How blessed is a man. How that word simply means blessings. How, and you could read it this way and not change the Bible. How uh, blessings are on the man. Blessings are on the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, or sinneth in the way of sinners. How blessings tonight. How it's in the plural, it means more than one. And blessings is that man. How that would do right to see that. And blessed is that father. And blessings on that father. That does right tonight. And uh, how true that is this evening. In this psalm, there's a lot of things you say. I, I wrote down, I got how many outlines on this psalm. I just studied it. Uh, in this psalm tonight, you'll find it's real short as far as verses are concerned. How about it's got some tremendous spiritual blessings tonight. It may be short in volume as far as the verses are concerned. How about it's got some tremendous spiritual blessings that's involved in it tonight. How this psalm deals with the blessings. How about it, all, it deals with the blessed man, but it also deals with the blind man, the unlost, unsaved man. How this psalm tonight deals with how the man that's unsaved. It also deals with the man that's ungodly. How this psalm deals with that tonight. How, in this psalm tonight, you'll find in these verses tonight, it's a guide for the Christian walk. And uh, when you look at the psalm tonight, it's a guide to go by how, for the Christian walk. And, uh, and how true that is tonight. How this psalm reveals the quick sin for the wicked and the ungodly. But it also reveals the firm ground how for those that want to live for God. I'll say that again. How this psalm tonight reveals the quick sin how for the wicked and the ungodly. But it also reveals tonight the firm ground how for the blessed men and those that are saved. It reveals that tonight. And in this psalm, if you study this evening, again, it sounds like a father instructing his son. Let me read it to you this way. Son, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Hey, son, blessed is a man that don't stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Hey, son, his delight will be in the law of the Lord, and in the law will he meditate day and night, son. Uh, and uh, it goes on. And he says, son, he shall be like a tree. I planted by the rivers of waters. How that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. And hey, son, 
his leaves shall not wither. And, uh, and hey, son, whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper. Uh, and verse number, verse number four, hey, son, the ungodly are not sold. But I like the chaff which the wind drives away. Hey, son, uh, the un, uh, therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Hey, son, for the Lord knoweth the will of the righteous, how about the will of the ungodly? It's just like a father how that's instructing his son tonight. And uh, how true that is tonight. It's six wonderful verses uh, that helps instruct tonight. Now, I'll say this. When you say this psalm tonight, you'll find his, uh, this psalm, you'll see the saved, you see the unsaved. You see the godly, and you see the ungodly. You see the blessed man, and you see the blind man. And, uh, and by the way, if you study your Bible, that's the way it goes out quite often. You got the first Adam, and you got the last Adam. There ain't no second Adam. If there's a second, there'd be a third. <laughs> you got the first Adam, and you got the last Adam. Uh, you've got Cain, you got Abel. How uh, you got Ishmael, you got Isaac. You got Esau, you got Jacob. You got Saul, you got David. So, uh, so it is in this song tonight. Uh, it's a comparison talking to how uh, the father here uh, is somewhat talking to his son. Notice say this tonight before I preach. Every father in this room is, one of these, is in one of these categories tonight. You're either blessed or you're not a blessing. You're either godly or you're ungodly. You're either right or you're wrong. And so it is in this psalm here tonight. And said in this psalm, and I want to say this again. I don't know of any father in his right mind that don't want to be a real success. Now, again, I'm not talking about houses and land. How that's going to perish. How that's going to vanish away. How that's soon going to be gone. I'm talking about an inheritance. I'm talking about a heritage this evening. What are you leaving your children tonight? Hey, Daddy, what are you leaving your children tonight? How what do they see in your life tonight? Now, to say this tonight, I don't know of any dad anywhere that don't want to be a real success. Yeah. Again, I, I'm not talking about houses and land. My daddy, when he went to heaven, and I, 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 I'm not saying you ought to do it this way, but when he went to heaven, he gave away everything he's ever had. My daddy, when he went to heaven, he didn't have any money. As a matter of fact, my brothers and I, I made up and finished the funeral bill where he didn't have enough money to pay his funeral bill. Down through the years, my daddy gave away everything he ever made. That's the truth. I, everything he ever made. I, my daddy retired two or three times. He retired from Chatham's. I, he retired from, I don't know where, a covered oil company. I, he retired from the town of Rhonda. And uh, daddy was, I guess daddy was 80 years old when he's working for the town of Rhonda. Uh, he really didn't work. He just kind of rode around the truck like them state boys do. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about? They don't work. They just ride around them yellow trucks. And uh, 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 they took good care of my daddy. My t- the town that uh, my dad lived in, they loved my daddy. He used to be a commissioner there. He's everything there. Uh, by the way, he's every last pastor there. And uh, I met him one day and I told him, I said, Daddy, I want you to quit that job. He said, Why? I said, uh, me and Jerry and Larry will see that you're taken care of. Don't you worry about working. Don't worry about it. You're 80 years old. Uh, you preach and you're still preaching about it every day. Uh, Daddy, don't do that. And uh, big old tears rolled up in his eyes. He said, you know why I do that? He said, the reason I do that is so I can give that money to missionaries. I didn't say another word to him about it. Are <laughs> uh, you listening? He gave away everything he's ever made. Daddy didn't leave me houses. 
Daddy didn't leave me a lamp. He left me a Chevrolet aluminum that I never did get. I don't know where it's at. And uh, I never did get it. Uh, but listen to me. He never left us anything. Now I'll tell you, when I look back, how what he taught me, how when I look back, how that he worked in my life, and how that God used him in my life tonight. Are you listening? Isn't it amazing the older you get, the more you realize how smarter your mom and daddy was? I, I, I used to resent being a preacher's son. Now, I'm not kidding when I say that. When I was y'all's age, I hated being a preacher's son. And the reason I hated that, I was a misfit. When everybody else was going to different places, and I'm not going to tell you where they was going, and I wanted to go with them, a lot of times they wouldn't let me go because who my daddy was, and they would not. But I will tell you, after my daddy been in heaven now many years, and I look back down through the years and days gone by, I say, hallelujah, thank God. I forget that lived right and taught me right and let me a godly courage and said, I could enjoy it or not, amen. And so it is in this psalm tonight. He, <laughs> I don't know any daddy that doesn't want to be a success tonight. And there's two ways to look at this psalm. You can look at it through the eyes of man, or you can look at it through the eyes of God. In this psalm, let me give you an outline. In this psalm, I'm not going to preach it. In this psalm tonight, you see God's way, you see God's word, and you see God's will. Preach on it sometime. In this psalm tonight, you see the blessed man. You see the blessed man is like a tree. The ungodly man is like a chaff. How which the wind drives away. How the blessed man is going to heaven. How well the ungodly man is going to die and go to hell one day. And, uh, but I, I want to give you two or three things out of this psalm tonight. And trust the Lord we use to speak to our hearts tonight. I want you to notice again, look at verse number one. The Bible said in verse number one, Blessed or blessings is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor setteth in the seat of the scornful. Now, I want you to notice with me, first of all, in this verse. Verse number one, I see the conduct has to be manifested. The conduct has to be manifested. Notice what he says in the verse. He said, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, what he does, he starts talking about the conduct that ought to be manifested. We're to places we're to walk not. Places where to stand not, and places where to sit not. In verse number one, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor setteth in the seat of the scornful. Now, <clears throat> what he's talking about in the verse is simply this. The conduct has to be manifested tonight. And he said, blessed is that man that associates himself with the right people. And I'll say, Daddy and myself tonight, if we're going to be a success, hey, we must associate ourselves with the right people. Our walk must be right, our stand must be right, and our seating must be right. And I said, Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You see, you can seek counsel, but you need to seek the right kind of counsel. You can seek companionship, and, uh, and, uh, but you need to seek the right kind. Can I just say this tonight? Listen to me. If you're going to be a successful dad, if I'm going to be a successful dad, I'm going to have to do what that verse says tonight. Look at the verse. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Why would you go to somebody 
to get counsel from them. That's not spiritual. The preacher said something Sunday night I ain't forgot about. Y'all remember what the preacher said Sunday night? I'm going to get him back in and preach it again. He said, don't you marry somebody that's not saved. He said, don't you marry somebody that's not of like faith. He said, don't you marry some, and it went right down the line. But one thing he said, son, and I, that stuck in my mind. He said, don't you even date a boy that's not spiritual. And can I tell you something? Right, listen to me. Hey, daddies, if our conduct's going to be manifest and our conduct's going to be right, look at the verse. He says in the verse, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You see, you follow the wrong crowd and the wrong course, and you'll wind up with the wrong answer. You know what happened to Peter? Peter followed the wrong crowd, and he wound up sending out thy warming by the devil's campfire. And I'll say to you, the conduct has to be manifested. Our walks must be right. He said, blessed is a man that walketh not in the camp. Why would I go to the world for counseling? Why would I go to somebody that don't go to church? Why would, I, why would I commune with somebody and spend time with somebody? Are you listening to me? I know there's a lot of daddies do that tonight. And, and I don't say this even that. Oh, my soul, our company must be right. And I'm going to make a statement. Y'all going to get mad. There is probably men in this church. I don't know who they are. I have no idea who they are. But there's probably members of this church, male, men, members of this church, if you're going to be spiritual, you probably won't want to fellowship with them. You don't, you don't seek counsel from the wrong people. The Bible said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. If I'm going to seek counsel, I'm going to seek it from somebody that's right with God, somebody that goes to church, that's somebody that's more spiritual than I am, somebody that lives for God. Huh? Did he talk to you all about being unequally yoked? Did he talk about that? Well, can I tell you girls something tonight? It's just as much wrong for the daddy to be unequal as it is you. And I'm not talking about unequal to his wife. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being unequally yoked to somebody out there in the world. Why would I go to the world for counseling tonight? Huh? Are you listening to me? I'm among my crowd right here. I don't have to go outside the perimeter of the local church. I'm right here. And I want to say this to you now. That's who you need to fellowship with. I'm not saying be ugly to them that's not saved. I'm not saying be ugly to them that's not as spiritual as you are. I, I'm just saying this tonight. Blessed is a man that walketh not among the, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't go to the world to get your counseling tonight. You go to God. You go to the Lord. <laughs> you go to God. Did the preacher say this Sunday night? You are right now, or soon will be, what your friends are. Did he say that Sunday night? If he didn't, he needs to edit to his outline. <laughs> are you listening? You are right now, or soon will be what your friends are. And, and, and I want to say this tonight. Birds of a feather flock together. Uh, uh, if you notice Calvinists, those Calvinist brethren hang together. If you notice liberals, the liberal brethren hang together. If you notice the uh, legalistic crowd, they hang together. And I'll just say this even now. Oh, the conduct that's manifested in verse number one. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. 
There's people outside the walls of this church. Listen to me. That's not your, that's not your group. That's not your crowd. Hey, your crowd's right here in the house of God. That's where my crowd's at tonight. Are you listening to me? Now, I'm associated with a lot of different organizations. And uh, I, I talked yesterday, and I'm, I'm the chaplain of the jail in Yakin County. And uh, one of the main guys called me yesterday talking to him about some stuff. But, but, but I'll tell you something tonight. Uh, that, that, and I'm not telling you people that's in law enforcement that's not spiritual. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying there is a group that's not spiritual that don't live for God, that don't go to church. Uh, I'm not going to go to them for help. I'm not going to go to Are you listening to me now? Hey, I'm talking about the conduct that's manifest. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Uh, uh, no, uh, counsel of the ungodly. Uh, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Nor standeth in the, uh, 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 and listen to me, the conduct that's manifest. Run around with the right people. Associate yourself with the right people. Yeah. That's a good sum tonight. The conduct. Has to be manifested. We we to hang around our crowd. I like hanging around people who believe like I believe. Let me say that the right way. I like hanging around people who believe the Bible. I like hanging around people who like going to church. I like hanging around people who believe in no time religion. I like hanging around people who thank God, have believe and shouting and praising God and enjoy the blessings of God. Why would I want to hang around the carnal crowd? That word carnal means fleshly or worldly. Why would I want to do that tonight? I want to tell you, listen to me, the Father's road to success, the conduct should be manifested. Verse 1, now moving. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor uh, uh, counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Uh, <laughs> I'm writing you a book. And uh, I've got three or four chapters. Right now. I can't wait to get it done. It's on Elijah. And uh, Elijah would be a misfit of our day. I talk about in that book about the brethren going to Burger King and sitting with the uh, assassination crowd. Going to assassinate somebody. They're assassinating another preacher's character. They're assassinating another church. They're murdering somebody. That, I'm not listening to that. Can I get a witness in here? Huh? Listen, fellowship with the right people, Daddy. We're going to be a success. Our conduct, that must be manifested. Then notice in verse number 2. You see the choice that must be made. Look at verse number 2. He shall be like a tree. Oh, verse number 2. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And his law do he meditate day and night. Now to me, there's no comparison. Verse 1, verse 2. Verse number 1, you got the negative. Verse number 2, you got the positive. And look at verse number 2. Bible said, and, and his delight. It's not with the ungodly crowd. It's not with the crowd that goes to church one time a month. It's not with the crowd that's not spiritual. That's not my delight tonight. I don't have nothing in common with that tonight. Why would I sit down and talk about the poker game? Why would I sit down and talk about how much I won on the ball game? Why would I sit down and talk about how, how, how many Budweiser you drank before you get to feeling good? Why would I sit down and talk? Oh, you listen to me tonight. I have nothing in common with that crowd. Come out from among them and be you separate. You are right now or soon will be. What you, you, listen, you say, preacher, they can't influence me. Look, I may look dumb, but I'm not that dumb. You are right now. You'll be what they are. Notice the second. I got to move. You don't see the conduct that be manifested, Daddy. But I'll say, Daddy, said, we're going to lead in the right direction. And the Father on road to success. There's a choice to be made in this in verse 2. 
Bible said in verse 2, His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in His law doth meditate day and night. Oh, what a choice. And by the way, life is made up of choices. And may I say this to you now, that is a good choice. The uh, Bible said in the verse here, uh, that man, his delight, it, it's in the law of the Lord. And again, let me say this to you again tonight. Life is made up of choices tonight. Joshua said, choose you this day who you're going to serve. And I'll say life is made up of choices tonight. In verse number one, you have the negative way. Verse number two, you have the positive way. Uh, I, I like verse two. Look at it. His delight is in the Word. His desire is in the Word. His devotion is in the Word. His delight is the Word of God. His desire is to meditate. His devotion, day and night. <laughs> Are you listening to him? That's a good verse. And again, verse 1 and verse 2, to me, not even in the same ballpark. Why, why would I go to the carnal outfit? Why would I line up with that? I'll say this to you now. Hear me, hear me real well tonight. My delight is in him. My devotion is to him. My desire, my meditation is to him. Look at the verse. His delight. Let me ask you this before I move off of it. What's your delight? What is it? Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not just an old fogey. There's some things I enjoy doing. I enjoy shooting deers. If I could ever see one. I, I'm like Brother Jerry back here. I enjoy playing golf. And of course, I've quit mowing. They, I mean, I've quit playing because they quit mowing where I play. I enjoy, I, enjoy, I, I enjoy things. But my number one delight tonight is in the Word of God. My number one delight is going to church. Uh, somebody said, uh, Boy, I can't believe you go to church every day. I like it. Just about every day of my life, my wife and I are somewhere in church. I like it. If I'm not preaching, I'm going to go hear somebody else preach. That's my delight. And notice in the verse here tonight. Bible said in verse 2, His delight is in the law of the Lord. And the law do he meditate. And the law doth he uh, a delight in the Lord. And the law of the Lord. And in the law does he meditate. And I'll just say this to you again tonight. Think about this tonight. His delight is in the Word. His desire is to meditate. His devotion day by day. Hmm. If we speak, if you listen to this book tonight, and let, and let this book just, here's what I like to do preaching. When I pastored, I loved, somebody asked me, said, when do you get your message? When you was pastoring, when did you get your message for Sunday morning? Well, I started on Monday morning. Because I just have left the church. I just have left the people. Boy, I started thinking about even on Sunday night. And I'd begin to meditate on what the day was like. And I'd begin to meditate about my people. And I'll tell you something tonight. You can't beat just meditating on God. Just enjoying the blessings of God. Are, are you hearing me tonight? Hey, our, our, our delight, our, our desire, our devotion tonight. Thank God. Uh, just, just meditate on Him tonight. Uh, notice again the verse. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And I'll just say this. I've been saved 51 years, over 51 years. And I love this Bible more tonight than I've ever loved it in my life. The road to success for a father is to delight himself. Listen to me. His choice must be delight himself in the Word of God. Oh, my, listen. The way you treat this book is how you treat the Lord. Because this is what he's given us to go by tonight. The way you treat the Bible is the way you treat the Lord. So I'll say number two tonight, the choice that must be made. 
His delight is in the law of the Lord. And, and the law do him meditate day and night. You ever go to bed just thinking about God? You ever go to bed just meditating on the Lord? You ever drive down the road just thinking about the goodness of God? Huh? You ever drive down the road just thinking about uh, uh, the Scriptures? I thoroughly enjoyed Sunday school Sunday morning. Uh, preacher's right. You miss it if you miss Sunday school at, uh, what's the name of this church? Amazing Grace. <laughs> you miss it. Are you listening to me? You miss it. And uh, Sunday morning, man, I got to sit right over here. I don't get to do that very often. But I got to sit right over here. And I'm telling you, old brother Josh, he fed my soul out of the Word of God. And I'm sitting there thinking, <clears throat> before I come to church Sunday morning, I read about three or four chapters about Elijah. When I come in here Sunday morning, he taught on Elijah. He just said another chapter of my book. I ain't going to tell nobody that. I'm going to make them think I thought of all that. But anyhow, are you right, listening? And, and, and just meditate on it. Uh, the road to success for a father tonight. Hey, listen, that choice must be made. I'm going to verse 3. Look at verse 2. His delights in the law of the Lord. And in the law doth he meditate day and night. Then notice, notice something else here. Notice the character is to be molded. Look at verse number 3. He shall be like a tree. Talking to a father. Father talking to a son. Son, if you do right, look at this. He shall be like a tree. That's planted by the rivers of waters. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Notice in verse number 3. You see the characters to be molded. And in this tonight you see three things. In that tree you see steadfastness. In that tree you see strength. And in that tree you see stability. And may I just say this to you tonight. That's, uh, that's, that's what, that's what character is all about tonight. Steadfastness. Just staying by the stuff. Just staying by the stuff. And, and notice in verse number three again. He shall be like a tree. What's the next word? Starts with a P. Planted. Notice that tree wasn't placed. It was planted. And can I say this to you tonight? It takes a long time for a tree to grow up. I hate cutting down trees. I got two or three I need to cut up in the mountain right now. Because they're probably a threat to the cabin. I probably need to. Some of these days, Brother Scotty, and some of you guys are going to have to cut them. But here's what. I'm not going to cut them. I'll tire the cabin down. If I do, but they, they can cut them. But here's what I started saying. It, and, and I reluctantly do that. Because it takes a long time to grow a tree. And, and notice, this tree is not placed down below my house on 601. The guy has built a house. He spent $130,000 putting in his driveway. And it's about as long as from here to the goat lot. $130,000. Brick laid it out. i never seen. He's got palm trees. I went by one day and it was nothing but dirt. Then you go by and the next day I went by. And boy, that's the pretty greenest grass I've ever seen in my life. They hauled it in. I don't know who the guy is. I like to know him. I like him. I like to get to know him. He, he could be my neighbor. We could have fellowship. If he's not verse 1, <laughs> are you listening? But, but, but here's what I started to say to you. And, and the next day I went by, they had green grass. The next day I went by, my wife's amazed by this. They got palm trees. Think about the middle of January, February. What's we'll say about them palm trees? Are you listening? And, and, and it probably has more money and knows what to do with it. Listen, you cannot get a tree overnight. 
And can I tell you something not? The conduct has to be molded. You don't, you, listen, you don't have, are the characters to be molded. You don't have character overnight. It takes time to build character. Week after week, month after year, year after year, just stand by the stuff. Just living for God and stand by the stuff. I've been coming here a long time. Preaching. I can go on my computer and tell you how long. It's been a long time. And uh, I preached 53 times in this church before your pastor ever come here as pastor. Brother Eastern didn't have nobody else's phone number but mine. So I'd come preach revivals all the time. But what I started to say is this. As one or, you, one or two of you sitting in this auditorium right now was here the first time I come. And you're still here tonight. Brother Robert married a young woman. He's been here since 1921. He married a younger woman. And uh, just stand by the stuff. Let me tell you something now. The character is to be molded. That tree is not placed. That tree is planted. And I'll say this to you tonight. It takes time. Listen to me. It takes time. And may I say it takes a lot of time to build character. And we need some daddies tonight that's got some character. We need some daddies tonight that's got some stickability and character about them. Notice some things about this tree. Look at the first. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. By the way, daddies, it's our season. It's now our season. It's our season. My daddy's gone. It's my season. My grandfather's gone. It's my season. My great-grandfather, which was a preacher, about seven foot tall, he's gone. It's my season. And daddy, it's your season. It's my season. How to uh, mold that, help character be molded into that young man. And uh, into your family. Paul said in verse number three, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit and his season. His leaves also shall not wither. And whatsoever he says, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I thought about this when I was looking to that. The roots go down deep. By the way, it said a tree planted by the rivers of waters. I was raised on the Aiken River. I spent a many and a many and a many a six-hour day, six and a half-hour days on the Aiken River. Six and a half hours. You say, why six and a half hours? Well, school started day 30 and got out three. <laughs> Wait, listen. Many, many days. And I've seen the Aiken River get plumb out of the bank. I've seen it get up in what used to be called Main Street in Rhonda. I've seen all those bottoms covered in water. You could take a boat and uh, go out through there. 1963, they built the Kerscott Dam. I remember when they built it, I rode around in the bottom of it when they was grading it. Before they built that dam, boy, the water problem was terrible where we live in Wills County. And uh, <coughs> that, <coughs> that river would flow and overflow. And, and there's trees. Today, that's still there today, that was almost underwater many times how when it would rain. It said his roots go down deep. He should be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. If character is going to be molded, it takes time. And the Bible says here, his roots go down deep. You know what that speaks of? That speaks of steadfastness. In spite of the storms, in spite of the floods, in spite of the wind, in spite of everything, that tree still standing. And I want to say, if you've got the right character about your life, you will be. You know, we're not saved from problems. I wish it was true, some of the stuff, some of the other denominations teach. 
Some of the other denominations teach if you're right with God, you never get sick. Boy, I must be a sinner, man. <laughs> they teach, you know, if you're right with God, you got plenty of money. My wife said, we missed it somewhere. <laughs> Are you listening? That's just not true. Uh, those roots go down deep. And I want to tell you, uh, it, it speaks of steadfastness. And when the rains would come and when the storms come, uh, like that tree that's planted by the roots out by the riverbank, I can go over and take you and show you right now. That's trees that were there when I was a little boy uh, 60 years ago when I was playing on the riverbank. And they're still there tonight where those roots go down deep. That speaks of steadfastness. Then their limbs, the Bible said, reach up. And uh, that simply speaks of supplication. And then those leaves that bring forth fruit. You know what that speaks of? Well, let's look, look at the verse. It tells you what it is. Shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves, or leaves shall, also shall not wither, and whatsoever it doeth shall prosper. Those leaves shall not wither. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about the offspring. He's talking about them children. I won't tell you if we got the right lead in the right way and the father on the road to success, that offspring, they'll follow your example. They'll do what you do. They'll follow you. Are you listening to me? That is so true tonight. I'm moving. Look at the verse. He shall be like a tree planted by the river's waters. Let me ask you a question. What are you like tonight? When storms come, do you get all tore out of the frame? Get all upset, Daddy? We're the leaders. We're the leaders of the home. And I want to tell you tonight, when those storms do come, if you're planted instead of placed, it doesn't matter how big the storm is. It doesn't matter how hard the wind blows. It doesn't matter about the rain and the thunder and the lightning tonight. I'm telling you, if you're planted, uh, uh, steadfast, uh, character tonight, stay by the stuff. Uh, stay by the stuff. Just stay by the stuff. Are you listening? I think about my dear friend, Brother Noah Fry. Brother Fry, I just had surgery the other week. I really wish you'd pray for him. Brother Fry's 91 or 2. Some of y'all can help me with that. I know he's 91. He may be 92 now. A few months ago, two years ago, a year or so ago, when he got corona, he almost died. Stayed in the hospital a long, long, long time. On a vent, almost died. Well, the Lord touched him, got him out of the hospital. During that time, he sold his motor home. And uh, he traveled in him. Miss Polly traveled in it and sold his motor home. But you know what somebody told me the other week? Said he bought another one. It's a whole lot smaller, but he's bought another one. Ninety-some years old. I love evangelism, but I hope, Lord don't, I hope he don't make me buy a motor home when I get 90. They don't thrill me. I had one. I know what it is. It's work. It's work. But here's what I started to say to you now. When I look at, when I look at this first, I think about Brother Fry. When I look at this verse, I think about other men of God. I just stayed by the stuff. I, I mean, just stayed by the stuff. Like a tree planted by the rivers that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. I just stayed by the stuff. That's what fathers need to do tonight. I've said this before, and I, I'm not going to repeat. I was standing right beside my daddy when we went to heaven. Sure was. Last six months of his life, I was in missions at that time. The Lord worked my schedule to where I could spend a lot of time with him. And uh, I learned things those last few weeks of my daddy's life that I never knew about him. I sure did. And uh, I learned one thing. He went to, from the first grade through the sixth grade and didn't miss a day. <laughs> 
I, I learned a lot of things about my daddy. But I laid there that Saturday afternoon and watched my daddy go to heaven. That old black back Schofield Bible laying right beside him. He preached out of all them years. How that he stood, how that he never changed. Just stayed by the step. And I'll tell you something, man. Listen to me. That's what God wants you and I to do tonight. Uh, that, that, just stay by the stuff that's in character that's molded. Uh, that, that, let God mold it. It takes time. You don't, you don't, you don't, uh, trees take time to come. Trees don't grow up overnight. You don't have real good godly character just overnight. It's just staying by the stuff, reading your Bible, and being the daddy you ought to be, and being uh, that leader that you ought to be in the home. Just stay by the stuff. Are you listening? I'm going to close with this. Those roots, again, go down deep. And by the way, you know what those roots do? Those roots gain water to feed the tree. Brother Scott can tell me more about that than I can. Brother Josh back here, they work in that stuff. But those roots, they tell me, will soak up the water to feed the tree. And by the way, did you know this? The most important part of a tree, you never see it. It's unseen. It's under the ground. And did you know the most important part of you and I, you don't see it with a visible eye, but we soak this up on Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday night and soak up the Word of God. Like that tree, those roots, I soak up that water that that tree may live. I, you know why I come to church and go to church? That I might soak it up. Listen to me. I don't want to be ugly, but I'll make this statement. A man that will tell you he lives as good at home as he can in church, he lies about other stuff too. He's a liar. That ain't true. I'm telling you, you, you know what I do? I come in here and soak it up. Hallelujah. <laughs> I got to sit over our Sunday morning, Sunday night, and soak it up for the glory of God. Those, the main part of a tree, the most important part of a tree, you never see it. And I'll tell you and I that say, by the grace of God, we just need to soak it up that we might be a bright light for the glory of God. Again, I say those roots, that tree by the river, those roots go down deep. That speaks of steadfastness. When the storms come, those limbs go up high. That speaks of supplication, how you and I are to call on God. Uh, it, 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 that tree brings forth fruit, and that fruit speaks of our offspring, how, that, how our children and others all listen to me tonight. Grace is getting right opposite of what you deserve. I do not deserve to have what I have tonight. I'm not talking about the car I'm driving. I'm not talking about my Chevrolet pickup. I'm not not talking about any of that. I don't deserve to have a godly wife. She's a better Christian than I am. I don't deserve having a godly son. I I got the greatest daughter-in-law in America. You say, I don't, believe, I don't care who you believe or not, I know her. Godly. I'm not going to do it. If I had time to tell you the story how all that come about. She is a gift from God, from heaven, to my son. I don't deserve that. I don't have a, I, 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 I guess it's pride. All over this country. Who's your pastor? My son. <laughs> Tell it everywhere I go. Are you listening? I don't deserve that. I, I don't deserve my offspring, my daughters and their children. Now Jeremiah and his children. 
and uh, I got to quit preaching. They get ready to have a gender revealing. Did I say it right? Lydia's getting ready to have another baby, and they're going to reveal tonight what it is. I know what it is. It's a baby. <laughs> Ma'am, if you would be quiet, I'm preaching. That offspring, those leaves shall not wither. Those roots go down deep, that's steadfast. Those limb that reaches up, that speaks of supplication. Uh, that bringeth forth his fruit. That's the sons and daughters and daughters and sons and sons and daughters. Hallelujah! What a, what a heritage that! I'm closing. Notice this right here and I'm done. By the way, hey daddy, you and I both are building an heritage. We are. What kind of heritage am I building for my children? What are they going to look back 30 years from now? I won't be here 30 years from now. What will, they, what, will they, what will they say? What kind of legacy did I leave them? Boy, what a good psalm to go by. I'm done. Look at the verse and I'm done. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of, uh, of sinners, nor setteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delights in the law of the Lord, and his law doeth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Men, you could preach a long time on that. Rivers of waters. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. It's our season. It's our time. Hmm. His leaves also shall not wither. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I'll give you this and I'm done. You see the conduct that's manifested. You see the choice that's made in verse 2. Verse 3, you see the character that's molded. But in verse 4 through verse 6, you see the consequences that he's going to meet. Look at the verse, and I'm done. Verse 4, the ungodly. Can you see this? Can, I, I, I can see this right now. Can you see this? Solomon looking at his son saying, Hey, son, the ungodly are not so. And I'll say to you as that is tonight, that's what we need to do. We need to look at our, our sons and our daughters and, and, and say, Hey, look, man, the ungodly is not so. That's just temple. That's all going to vanish away. The ungodly are not so. Are you listening? I remember times in my life, my daddy looking me straight in my face and telling me, hey, son, that's the wrong way. That's not right. I didn't like it when he was telling me that, but I appreciate it now. Look, notice this, and I'm done. In verse number four through six, you see the consequences to be met. The ungodly are not so, but like the chaff, which the wind drives away. You know what wind does to the chaff? Lint. Lint. How many knows what lint is? I'm not going to take my coat off, and there's a reason for it. I got up to the cabin this afternoon, and they had some animals I need to feed. And <laughs> I put my old hunt. I bought a hunting coat. I got a deal, Brother Jerry. Six dollars for a hunting coat in Kentucky the other day while I was preaching. Went in this hunting store. It's almost like Cabela's. Anything on the rack, five dollars. Six dollars or something. I hadn't wore it. So this afternoon when I got the cabin, I put it on to feed my animals. 
And when I come back, I take it off. I'm not taking this coat off. God has performed a miracle. You see it? That stupid stuff was all over my shirt. No wonder it was five dollars inside. I was coming out. I worked thirty minutes while my wife was going to Mount Uri. Thirty minutes plus, stand in front of the mirror. There's some of it. See it? It's all over. Twenty-five cents, right? No wonder that stupid coat was five dollars. Next time I'm in Kentucky, I'm taking it back too. Hey, that lint, or whatever you call that junk, you know what the wind does to it? Blows it away. How many knows what rabbit tobacco is? Hey, bears. I thought y'all some low gal. Y'all know what rabbit tobacco is? You ever smoked any of it? If you take a brown paper bag and get you some rabbit tobacco and crumb it up, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Roll it in that brown paper poke and smoke it. Son, you'll see. Listen, Juju, we ain't got nothing on that. You better have a tough time, go, buddy, because it'll take a hide off your tongue. Rabbit tobacco is just like lint. Throw it out in the wind, just... Look at the illustration. Look what Solomon is saying to his son. Verse 4, The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff, which a wind driveth away. By the way, Jesus used that illustration too. Our John the Baptist. Look at verse 5. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Can, can you see this? And I'm closing. Can you see Solomon saying that? Hey, son. The ungodly is not so. Hey, young ladies, the ungodly's not so. You're among the best crowd you'll ever be among right now. The ungodly are not so. By the way, who else would have more authority to make that statement than Solomon? Oh, yeah, you said the book Ecclesiastes and study his life. The ungodly are not so. We're like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in judgment. I was in a meeting the other week. Y'all going to get mad at me? They sang, I don't know how many times. Please search the book again. There's only one thing wrong with that song. It ain't 40 miles of the truth. You're not going to say nothing at the judgment. He's not going to search the book again. If you set out on me, I'll preach to 9 o'clock. <laughs> are you listening? Look at the verse. Therefore the ungodly are not so. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in, judge, in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation. Listen, at the judgment bar of God, you're not going to say a thing if you're lost. You'll be cast into hell. You'll be judged according to your works. Cast in. Search the book again. No. That's saying God don't know what he's doing. Are y'all hearing me preach? You say, you're anti-singing. No, I sing a while ago. Are you listening? (laughs) 
Therefore the ungodly are not so. Can you see this? Hey, son. The ungodly are not so. They're not going to stand in judgment. Nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. But look at the next verse. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. It's just like the book of Proverbs. He gives both sides of the picture. The Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. I read that this afternoon, verse 6. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. If that don't crank your truck, your battery's dead. Do you ever get thinking about, well, nobody cares anything about me. Nobody appreciates what I do. I stayed back here in the nursery, had nine young'uns. All nine of them used the bathroom. Nobody appreciates what I've done. Nobody appreciates how I play the piano. Nobody appreciates my effort into the service. Nobody appreciates me being at church. Nobody ever talks to me. Look at verse 6. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. And if he knows, that's all that matters. Amen. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I want to say in closing tonight, boy, I want to be the right kind of father. Again, when I look at that psalm, what a comparison. I'm reading it. Madeline, will you come to the piano? Whoever's going to play. Read it. With, don't, don't read it out loud, but let, let me read it to you. Solomon is saying, Blessings is on the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Wait a minute before you start. Walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. And son, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor setteth in the seat of the scornful. But listen, son, his delight is in the law of the Lord. Listen to this, Father. Listen to what this Father said. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And son, uh, he'll meditate day and night. And listen, son, he'll be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of waters. Son, that will bring forth his fruit in his season. And son, his leaves shall... Uh, also shall not wither. And son, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. And listen, son, the ungodly are not so. I believe me. Believe me, the ungodly are not so. Son, I've been there. I've done that. Listen to me. The ungodly are not so. But they're like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Listen, son, therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. But listen to this, son. The Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I want to ask you a question. Do you, uh, you see what I see in that song? Father, son, father, son, father, son. And I want to say this in closing. I really, 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 really want to be a father on the road to success. And again, I'm not talking about houses, I'm not talking about land. I'm just simply talking about success spiritually for my family. 